1: Words Pebble Beach are just magical in that this is where American sports car racing really began. The crowd was pretty huge all the way around the track, along the snow fencing that would keep the cars out of the crowd.
2: (laughs) It was kind of the glory days, It it was the days when if you wanted to race get a car on the grid, have some fun. Our entry fee was $15, and we could drive
1: the car like this. Those races were more, uh, they were more of a sporting
3: event. They were semi-pro some of them, but mostly amateur in those early days. The number of international class racers that came out of that period, Ken Miles, Phil Hill, Dan Gurney, Carol Shelby, Johnny von Neumann, Richard Ginther, Jim Hall, I would probably say close to 20 real international class racers. So that was a very special period.
0: 20 or 30 years ago, car, it was pretty dangerous. In fact, I mean, one of the main reasons I raced was because it was dangerous. You know, when you're 17, 18 years old, you want to do something crazy.
2: By now the cars were so fast on the Pebble Beach course, through the rises, past the trees and hay bales, the spectator fencing just, you know, a few feet away off the course. It was
0: really a matter of time until somebody got hurt
2: tell you how wonderful it was to walk around the pits and see all the innovation and ideas that were going
3: on. Nothing like that today, absolutely different. Somebody restored a car that
0: I already raced once or twice and then when they got through restoring it, it was, it was more beautiful
1: and better than when I raced it. These are the ghosts, really, of Pebble Beach. Nothing is really there to show you that, that these races happened. And I think that this was a much bigger deal people can eat, babble today. It was a fun time and a very early time and very early period of racing.
0: There's a really big shoe tonight. A really big shoe tonight. Yes, sir, we've really got a spectacle for you this time.
1: Hey. This is comedian, author, and most importantly, vintage race car driver Adam Carolla telling you I love nostalgic radio and cars.
2: Okay, listeners, welcome. You are tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Run your computers and Google Tantalk1340.com, and you can see us live. That's right, live here in the studios, in the Tantalk Radio studios. Good evening, Bobby. How are you doing? Good evening. Yes, you can see us live
4: once more. I know you didn't see us for a while, but we were actually here.
2: We were actually here. (laughs) We were. We got got struck by lightning, and it kind of wiped us out there for a while, so we were relegated to uh, laptops. Yeah, and, and things of that nature. Things of that nature. Yeah, right. Anyway, but hey, now
4: we, we spun around, and wow, this feels good again.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're back to normal. Okay. So anyway, yeah. Run your computers in Google uh, Art. No, no, wait, wait, wait. How, do I don't know what I say. I already oh, yeah.
4: said Tantalk1340.com. Right. So let's, let's, oh, so go visit our website. I didn't check go, them all off this fast. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Okay.
2: Hey, yeah. Don't forget to check out our website, Uh If you've missed any of our past shows, go to Nostalgic Gradient Cars, the podcast, which is located on our website, and, uh, Bobby, you want to do the social media thing?
4: Yeah, you can find us on Facebook and LinkedIn at Nostalgic Radio and Cars and Twitter and Periscope at NRC On Air.
2: Yes, 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 yes. And like uh, Ed Sullivan said, we have a really big show tonight. We're on the, uh, every year we do this, um, a couple of weeks before Monterey, probably the biggest, baddest, most automotive-oriented car culture, car Fanatic, car enthusiast, car collector, car everything week on the planet here in the United States of America, which takes place on the Monterey Peninsula in California. So, you know, leading up to this big event, usually what we do is we do a couple segments and a couple special shows, and we interview a number of people that are involved with a number of the most amazing functions and events that take place during the Monterey Collector Car Week on the Monterey Peninsula in Carmel. So anyway, that's what we're doing tonight, and we have two uh, very important people coming on the show this evening, involved with two very significant uh, events that take place during Monterey Car Week. Now, if you want to Google Monterey.com, you can go to the, uh, they actually have a pretty decent website, and it kind of starts out how, takes you through how the how uh, how the how the week starts. It starts actually on August 12th, which is the Friday, the week before, or week, yeah, kind of like the week leading up to it, and uh, which is next weekend, by the way, and uh, Laguna Seca, or Mazda Raceway Laguna Seca, kicks off the Monterey Collective Car Week with a little classic car show in Old Monterey, which I believe is downtown. And uh, they have uh, police escorted a number of race cars, real live race cars that will be on display. And uh, you get a chance to see these really cool cars and the current drivers and owners, in some cases, some of the original drivers of the cars. Okay, And then, of course, the, the uh, Classic Motorsports Magazine, which is a uh, grassroots magazine based out of Daytona, Florida. They will be there. They'll be doing a kickoff party. You've got the Automobilia. Expo, which is uh, held at the Embassy Suites Hotel, and that's pretty amazing because if you're into you know signs and to uh, collectible cars, uh, horn buttons, emblems, car accessories, books, magazines, literature, things of that nature, all that stuff will be there. Tuesday, our good friend Doug Friedman kicks off the week, kind of officially, unofficially, officially, I guess you would say. Tuesday, downtown Carmel, they have concourse on the Ave. That's a pretty amazing event. That is an open event. You have the very same quality and unique cars that you would see at some of the finest car shows and concourse on the planet. We'll be right there driving downtown. And what's really cool is like in the middle of the day, they actually have, again, a police escort where they have featured cars. Usually they bring down Trans Am race cars. And you can hear them because it's like the, like everybody stands still because you can hear these cars just coming down the side streets as they just rumble and tremble and echo through all of downtown Carmel, and it is quite a sight to see. Um, if you go to our website, GulfstreamMotorsports.com, don't forget to check out our it's snapshots page, right, Bobby? Yeah, snapshots. I've got pictures of that particular uh, event, well, the whole Monterey Car Week, but I've got pictures of some of the Trans-M cars coming down the street. And then we have McCall's MotorWorks Revival. Very, very, very high-end, exquisite jetport party. And that's an amazing event because the caliber of cars, motorcycles, aircraft that you will see there is something that you only read about in very, very, very exclusive magazines. Downtown, they have on the 17th, they have what they call the Little Car Show. And that's kind of cool. And you hear me talking about that every once in a while. And basically what that is, that's just like a little car show that they take place down there. And it has little micro cars, like little Fias, little Isetta, little bubble cars, things like Messerschmitt's, Autobianchi's, little uh, Lambretta's. Mini Coopers, Morris Miners, little Morgan three-wheelers, things of that nature. In fact, if there was an episode of, uh, I think it was Chasing Classic Cars, or it might have been Jay Leno's show, where he actually got into one of those little bubble cars, and Wayne Carini, you always see him walking around there, and uh, you know, it's just a cool little thing. Uh, Yeah, there'll be some 356s, you'll see some small little BMWs, Uh, you'll see some Fiat, you'll see unusual cars like Deutsche Bonnage, you'll see little Elvas, you'll see just some weird little stuff, Citrones, neat little cars. And of course, the Beatle. Um, Gooding and Company will have their auction. That's on Friday. Let's see, also in the middle of the week, the Carmel Mission Classic, which you heard me talking about last week. Now, sometimes I kind of forget the names of everything because, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not, you know, I have to kind of read up on them a little bit. But generally, um, last week I kind of mis, mis, mispronounced this one. But, anyways, the Carmel, Carmel Mission Classic, which takes place in one of the oldest um, missions. Um, in 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 in, uh, in California and uh, it's an exquisite car show it's an invite only just some amazing cars it's like 50 60 cars beautiful and uh, oh I guess we get uh, a little cute we got to our, we got our guests on the line here Bobby we do we do okay hey don't touch that doll we are you are tuned into nostalgia getting cars we'll be right back with our special guest Listen to a little deep purple and highway star mm-hmm. Okay, we're back, and you're tuned into Nostalgia Video Cards, and it's time to introduce our first special guest for the evening. This gentleman is the PR manager for Mazda Raceway Laguna Seca. I'm delighted to welcome to the show this evening, David Hart. David, how you doing?
3: Doing well, Robert. How are you doing tonight?
2: Pretty good. So I know you're busy. You're cramming for the racetrack. So give us an idea. Take us through the really cool stuff that's going to take place at Mazda Raceway Laguna Seca. Hey, can I say yeah, Laguna Seca to you, or do I have to go to the Mazda Raceway thing?
3: you got to go to the Mazda Raceway thing, or I've got to give somebody a dollar every time you say it.
2: That's what, that's what Jill did to me last year. Okay, <laughs> no problem. I got it. I got
3: it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's uh, another fantastic uh, Rolex Monterey Motorsports Reunion. Um uh, this is uh, be my second year here, uh but the fourth time I've actually been to the reunion. I was back uh, uh, was here a couple of years before and uh, it's just a spectacular event. This year we're honoring the the 100th 100th anniversary of of BMW. They're the featured mark, so there'll be just all kinds of stuff going on with with that including a, a pretty cool deal where David Hobbs who's uh, one of one of the, the the great cars he drove was uh was for BMW back in the in the mid seventies. He'll be part of the uh the picnic the picnic on the on the in the paddock area. Uh but yeah, four full days of uh of five hundred and fifty cars on the racetrack. It's 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 an unbelievable, an unbelievable weekend
2: i got to tell you that, and I'm old school, so I always say Laguna Seca, but the Mazda Raceway Laguna Seca really, truly is probably one of the most spectacular tracks with its signature corkscrew. It is by far my favorite racetrack on the planet. Now, I've never raced there, but I have ridden on a track a number of times. Last year during the Monterey Rolex reunion, and then also during the the, uh, Red Sport reunion, which was a blast, by the way. So go ahead. There's some other stuff you got going on there too. The, tell us about. And I was just I just found this out. I never noticed this before. But you guys evidently are involved with a kickoff party on Friday, right, downtown uh, Monterey. Tell us about that.
3: Yeah. Well, actually, uh, everything really kicks off for us. Uh, though the the weekend starts um, the the, ne- the the what they call the Monterey Car Week starts the next week. We actually kick everything off on Friday the 12th, right before the pre reunion that we have. Uh, with a, a great little car show down on uh, on Alvarado Street in uh, in downtown Monterey, and the cool thing is, is we'll take I don't know th- thirty or so cars that are that are here at the racetrack. They get a uh, they get an escort from the local highway patrol from here the to the what is it probably eight or nine miles down to uh, to Alvarado Street in downtown downtown Monterey. Well, and then put the cars on display. So that that really kicks everything off for us and and for the whole for the whole peninsula uh, for 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 Car Week. It's it's uh, it's it's a great way to kick things off and I heard you talking about some of the events uh, before you went to your last break. While I was just listening in and that's that's the frustrating thing is, is being here when we've got so much going on for for gosh for 10, 12 days, but the fact is we we'll we because of that we have to miss out on all the other great stuff that's going on in the area.
2: I know it's funny because I feel for you, you do, because you're it like I tell everybody every year, it's the most spectacular automotive week venue in the entire country and some of you guys are trapped at your events and you kind of sometimes miss out on all the other stuff that's going on. That's too bad, but, uh, that's the way it is. And, and I'm yeah, sure you get a they... chance to go around and see some of the stuff though.
3: Well, I'm, I'm, we're here at the track, but at the same time, uh, uh we're, we're pretty proud and, 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 honored to be a part of, of everything that's been built here over, over the last gosh, 40 years now with, uh, with, uh, the reunion in one form or fashion being here since the mid seventies. So it's, uh, it, while we miss some of the some of the cool stuff that's going on in the area, we have we have a pretty good time here ourselves.
2: Now you got a thing going on. I read something. I got one of your emails, your uh, news releases, press releases. Something about Formula One cars. Tell us about that.
3: Yeah, we'll have a, a number of the Formula One cars here throughout the weekend. Um, you know, from basically back in the '60s up through the, I believe, the '80s. I'm trying to find my sheets here, exactly what those are. Um, but let's see. Yeah, everything from we're looking at a i'm looking at the sheet here a nineteen seventy one tyrrell uh up through uh a 1980, a nineteen eighty two march so basically that gamut from the from the early from the early seventies up until the early eighties so it's it, it's a pretty good show and then a w- the couple of the other things that we have going on um is we're gonna do a celebrations for the the fiftieth anniversaries for both Can-Am and transam so we'll have uh, oh, some super. of those those ground pounders here uh, running around the racetrack, and that's that's a sight to see because they they raced here. Um, uh, both those series raced here back in the day, so it's cool to see them back here out on the racetrack.
2: Now, um, something else. I was going to digress for a second. I also got one of your news releases a while back. You guys won the Business Excellence Award. Tell us a little bit about that because a lot of people yeah. aren't familiar with Scramp, which is the Sports Car Racing Association of Monterey Peninsula, right?
3: Yeah, exactly. And I appreciate that. It, it was it was quite an honor. We were up against. Um, uh, a couple of big uh, the, the, some of the big businesses in our in our uh, category if you will we were up against the monterey bay uh, aquarium which is a world renowned uh, marine facility just down on the peninsula and then uh, a children's um, uh, uh, children's museum the my museum with a monterey youth Museum is the actual name of it and it's just two fantastic deals so you know when you're up against uh, 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 opponents like that, I shouldn't say opponents, but when you're up against other companies like that, you you don't expect to win. So when we did win, uh, Jill Campbell, our, our CEO and general manager, she was probably the most surprised. And, and, and you've talked to Jill before, uh-huh. I know she's been on the show here. She went up to accept the award and she actually said that she was, this was one of the first times that she could remember that she was ever speechless. Didn't know what to say. So it was a great honor because it was a room filled with Oh gosh, probably 450 of the of the the business people in the Monterey area, in the the, the Monterey Peninsula area. So it was it was quite an honor and uh, a nice way to 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 go into uh, what's coming up with Monterey Car Week.
2: That's super. That's great. And then also last week, I guess you guys staged a. I'm don't, I don't not if I'm saying this right, but you kind of headed off a coup because somebody was trying to take over the racetrack, right? And you guys managed well, to award that off.
3: Yeah, this has been a, a year-long process. Um, uh, it started about a, uh, oh gosh, a little over a year ago. It was in June of last year that we found out that the the county, which actually owns the property that the racetrack sits on, the race is actually inside of a county park. Uh, we're basically we're basically the renter, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, long-time renter. We've been here for this is our sixtieth our sixtieth year. Um, but the the county was decided to look decided to look uh, for another another concessionaire and it's now gone to a public process and in fact we have we have uh partnered up with uh, international speedway corporation on the other side of uh of of, of where you are right now right uh in uh, in florida uh, we've partnered up with them and uh that's come down to us and two other entities that are that are looking to to take the concession and it's our understanding after going through different written processes and then uh, having uh, face-to-face presentations, uh, we should know something probably in the next 45 days uh, as, to, uh, as to what's going on. We, we feel very confident. We feel uh, the, the strengths that, that, that SCRAMP and ISC together have can't be matched anywhere else um so we'll uh we 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 feel very good about it we just have to have to wait and see what happens but i uh, appreciate it Super. It's, uh it's been it's been a crazy it's been a crazy uh probably fourteen months um but at the same time um you know we've uh uh we feel very confident moving forward
2: will the name change no no. no, it
3: will not. It will. You will still have to say Mazda Raceway Laguna
2: Seca. Okay, okay, okay. I got it. I got it. Okay.
3: Now, <laughs> good try though.
2: Yeah. Okay. Now, why don't you tell people if they want to find out more about the Mazda Raceway Laguna Seca, how do they go about finding out about it?
3: Yeah, the best, the best way and the easiest way is just go to, to our website, MazdaRaceway.com. Um, we're also on Facebook and Twitter. Um, you know, we, we've got. You know, in addition to this, we just last month we had our. Our uh, uh, Superbike World Championship uh, Moto America event, uh, which was fantastic. We had over 60,000 people here for the, for the three days, and it was a spectacular event. We had uh, IMSA to kick off our season back in May. And then uh, following up after the, the Rolex Monterey Motorsports reunion, we have uh, the Mazda Road to Indy in September, and then we round out our season in early October with a Pirelli World Challenge the other thing is, is because we are in in, uh, in in Central California, in California, basically, is that we we run something almost every day of the year. I think between our major events and our our track rentals, I think we're we're close to three hundred and forty days a year that we have something on the racetrack. So, so uh, we've always have something going on, whether it's a a, a motorcycle or Automobile driving school, um, car clubs, Seca. You know, there's always something going on here, and it's it's uh, it's pretty spectacular.
2: That's super. So let me ask you this: since you mentioned that, so that means that let's say I happen to be a tourist on vacation, and let's say an off season, if I go to the racetrack, chances are if I pay admission, I can get in there, and something will be going on, right?
3: Yeah, correct. There's always something. There's almost always something going on at the racetrack. Um, uh, And and you know, if you have the the proper uh, the proper car the proper um, uh, safety features in your car and the proper licenses you can if, in, in advance you can check the the we have a, a, a 12-month calendar that shows who's on the track every day of the year pretty much um, and if if it works out that you're out here and you've got you've got an opportunity to be a part of to get in touch with one of the the clubs uh, perhaps that, that's out here that day you can actually you can actually drive on the track Wow! But it it isn't just show up and come drive. It it you do have to work through one of the the, the people that actually rent the track
2: from them. Okay. okay. Now,
3: Dave. The other thing. The other thing ahead. I want, if I could, if sure. you've got a few sure. seconds, I want to. I'm sure you've you've heard even back in in Florida the the, the fires that we have uh, right. just uh, in the canyons, just a couple of a uh, couple of ridges over, and it's. Uh, I want to let everybody know that the, everybody here at the racetrack is thinking about everybody over there because uh, you know we're a very small group of people that that. That run the facility here on a daily basis, but we all know people who are over in that valley, and it's uh, it's been pretty devastating. But uh, now that's um,
2: just south of you guys; it's on the other side of Big Sur, right?
3: Correct. It's actually right in Big Sur, um, and you know, I was out. It started two Fridays ago, and a friend of mine and I were were out walking at lunchtime and looked over the ridge, and all of a sudden we see this plume of smoke, and now it's just uh, it's unbelievable. I've got some friends who, fortunately. They live in the area, and fortunately, haven't lost their homes. But there's been uh, 50 homes, 50 plus homes that have been gone, been, been, uh, been wiped out, and it's uh, it, it's pretty crazy. It's uh, you know you can uh, you know we look out our windows, we can see exactly what's going on. But um, we will, everything is is fine here at the raceway. Uh, we do plan to continue with all of our schedule, and nothing nothing has changed to that to that end.
2: Well, I can say this: those of us here in the studio, and those of us that know about us, and I'm sure some of my listeners, our heart goes out to those people over there. We wish you the guys, we wish you and all the guys out there the best of luck. Let's hope it stays contained, and everybody has a great, great Monterey Car Week.
3: Well, I appreciate it very much.
2: Now, David, real quick before you, I let you go, uh, you come from, I think, what drag racing or something like that? Because you've got kind of a uh, racing.
3: I've, I started out doing a little drag racing, uh, just on the on the PR side. Uh, right. Uh, I've done a little bit of everything. PR, I was in NASCAR for about 15 years, I've done sports cars, little, pretty much a little bit of everything in, in racing in the United
2: States. Well, I'll tell you what we'll do, and I know you got to go here. Um, we will have you come on again sometime, maybe later in the season, and we'll just do a separate little show with you. How about that?
3: That'd be fantastic. If nothing else, when you uh, were playing Highway Star by Deep Purple, I knew everything was going to be okay. All
2: right, <laughs> you're
3: the man. All right, hey. Uh, I, I, would... I, 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 I still have the vinyl album I bought in 74, so... <laughs> all right, all right. Well, you
2: turned in the right show because we play some cool rock, and we're big Richie Blackmore fans. And, of course, I like Ian Gillum, too. I still think he's Can't the best. wrong there. He's the best lead singer Deep Purple ever had, really. Oh, without question. In fact, one of my favorite songs by Deep Purple is Black Knight because I used to listen to that all the time when I was a kid. So I have that record. But uh, anyway, David, thank you very much. I want to thank David Hart for coming on from Laguna Seca. No, Mazda Raceway Laguna Seca. David,
3: take care. We'll see you in a couple weeks. (laughs) All right, Robert. Take care. We'll see you soon. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All
4: right, Bobby, how are we doing there? We got somebody on the line or we got. uh, We can uh, move on to a little
2: more music if you'd like. Yeah, we could do that. But wait, wait, wait. wait. Let me finish where I was starting here. Uh, oh, we got some
4: about... shout-outs to do, don't we?
2: Oh yeah, a couple shout-outs to do. Okay, here. One sh- shout-out number 1. You know, you know we're working on a little uh, Miss Money Penny, a little MG, right? And she's giving us little little tiny little fits, but we got it pretty much under control. So, a big shout-out to our good friends over there Tri-City Bolt and Screw. Now, if you need little stainless little hardware and things of that nature, bolts, nuts, all kinds of cool stuff, Give them a shout down there. Go say hi to Tim and those guys. Tell me, heard us mention them on Nostalgic or Radio and Cars. 546-4411. That's 546-4411. And again, big shout out and a big thanks to Glenn at Glenn's MG's down there. 521-9890. That's 521-9890. You know what? He keeps that little MG going because uh, we had to get brake uh, break lines today for that little girl. Now, Rib Shack Barbecue. It's Rib Shack Tuesday, 501-9090, 501, 90, 90, 501 90, 90 for the best ribs in Pinellas County. All right, don't forget, Bellador's, Sunday night, Bellador's, pizza night, right? Give them a shout, too, 581-5000. 5, if you mention Nostalgic Ratingham Cars, guess what? You get a 25% discount. That's 25% discount. Bellador's Pizza, 581-5000. 5, and, hey, if you're in the market for a squad car, Whether it's a Crown Vic, whether it's a Ford Explorer, whether it's a Dodge or whatever, give those guys down there, Mark and John, a call, 536-2677, 536-2677. 536-2677. I said it just right, okay. At Cop Cars Online. And then, of course, if you need your classic car worked on or your boat, give my good friends down there at Forte's Inboard and Auto Connection, 544-6440. That's 544-6440. And don't forget to call me, yours truly, for an appraisal evaluation a pre-purchase inspection or a diminished value report call me at 415-578-3563, 415-578-3563 415 578 and don't forget if i said these numbers too fast go to the podcast you can hear it over and over and over and bobby you want to do a couple shout outs too
4: Jim Chu, again, thanks for the shout-out on Saturday. We know you're listening. He is going coastal, which is 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Saturdays on the Tantalk Radio Network. And I just got a call from Grady. He's listening with the original Gospel Explosion next on the Tantalk
2: Radio Network. That's right. And I want to give a shout-out to our new friend here, Dave.
4: Oh yes, Alpha Dave with Media Avengers Radio. He is on Thursdays at nine here and on the Tan
2: Radio. And Eugene Hodge, go ahead, get him. And Eugene
4: Hodge, up. seven o'clock on Thursdays here on the Tan Radio Network with the Employment
2: Opportunity Hour. Yes. All right. Now, real quick, do we have any to hold holds our guests on there yet? Not yet. Okay. Good. Well, anyway, so we, let's we, let me go pick up where I left off here. A minute, I was talking about the Carville Mission Classic. Okay, got thirty forty cars, and and the cars get blessed by the bishop. That's pretty cool for those of us that are Catholics. We appreciate that, okay? August eighteenth, what do you got? Rolex Monterey. Let me say this again. Rolex Monterey Motorsports Reunion. We just had David Hart on from I keep saying I keep saying Laguna Seca. I can say Laguna Seca, Laguna Seca Lucendi. That's three dollars, right? Did I owe him? Um, okay, but anyway, it's Monster Raceway, Laguna Seca. The now, now we don't have to pay anything. Now, we don't now, have now to we're pay. good. <laughs> yeah. That is the coolest racetrack on the planet. And don't forget on Thursday, Thursday, okay. Pebble Beach Tour de Elegance. Okay, that's when all the cool cars from the Pebble Beach concourse do the 17-mile drive, stop in downtown Carmel for a two-hour lunch break. Get a chance to see some really cool cars. Big shout-out to our friends at Russo & Steel. Their auction, we had Darren on last week. The PR guy. uh, PR guy. ah, PR guy. What the heck? You know, I'm a a radio guy. Okay, so PR manager or PR guy, promotional guy from uh, Russo & Steel did a great job talking about what Russo Steel's got coming on. Big shout-out to our friends over at Mika. mika has got their auction again. Don't forget Pebble Beach Auto Retro, a retro auto I should say, a pretty cool show, and you got to check that out. And then of course, they're going to have a forum this year, I think at the Pebble Beach uh Am I doing that too fast Bobby? I uh, you know I go for it. it see, we're, 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 I try to cram in so much in a short period of time. But anyway, okay, and then of course the uh which is a kind of a cool forum where you get some of the the luminaries in the car world talking about some really cool car stuff. Okay, that's pretty cool. Love those kind of seminars. And the Rick Cole, he's got his auction. And, of course, don't forget the the little Pacific Grove Car Rally. That's a lot of fun. Legends of the Autobahn for all you guys with German cars. Works Reunion. Porsche cars only. Now, you know I'm a big Porsche guy. Quail Motorsports Gathering. Don't forget that. That's an amazing event. Okay. Exotics on Canary Rose in the evening. Concours Italiano for all the car guys that love Italian cars. Concours de Lemons. All right. That's pretty fun. That's our good friend, Alan Gellibreth from uh, Billiproof. He puts on a pretty cool show. And, of course, the big deal is Sunday the the Beach Concours. Now, I believe we have a guest on the show, so what we're doing, another special guest for one of the other events that I mentioned earlier, the McCall Motorworks Revival. Now, before we get into that, let's go ahead, and you want to fire up the uh, little little ditty we got going on? song, yeah. Yeah, let's do a little song real quick, and then we'll bring our guest on for the evening. Hey, you're tuning into Nostalgic Getting Cars. Don't touch that dial. Now, here's one of my favorites. This song is by Jesse Collin Young. This one is called Ridgetop, and since I'm from Northern California, Marin County, this is a tribute to Marin County. <laughs>
0: I got home.
1: some help that's funny my name is roger two rogers don't make a riot
3: (laughs) roger i have a problem yes i've been in la for three months now i have money i have
0: taste but i'm not on anybody's a list and saturday night is the loneliest night of the week for me
1: well a ferrari would certainly change that
3: perhaps hmm but you know this is the one yes 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 i saw three of these parked outside the local Starbucks this morning, which tells me only one thing. There's too many self-indulgent wieners in this city with too much bloody money. Now, if I was
1: driving a 1967 275 GTB bore cam... You would not be a self-indulgent wiener, sir. You would be a connoisseur. Precisely.
3: Champagne would fall from the heavens, doors would open, velvet robes would par.
1: I don't have one here. However, I... You have one in the warehouse? Superb. What else do you have in the warehouse? Hi, this is Danny Sullivan, 1985, Indianapolis 500 winner, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars.
2: Okay, we're back, and we're talking about Monterey Collector Car Week. And an amazing event that takes place is called the McCall's Motorsport Revival. I'm delighted to welcome to the show this evening. The founder of that event, Gordon McCall. Gordon, are you there? I'm here. I'm good. Thank you for coming on the show this evening. So tell us a little bit about the uh, McCall's Motorsports Festival. Tell us what that's all about.
1: Well, this is our 25th uh, anniversary, Robert. It's really uh, something we take a lot of pride in. I think 25 years of doing anything is an accomplishment, uh, oh, <laughs> frankly. Yeah. And uh, we uh, we actually are credited, uh, spoken by others, not us, but uh, apparently we were the ones to have innovated the idea of bringing aviation and automotive interests together in the same uh, in the same venue. We did that 25 years ago, and we're still running strong. You know, there isn't a a Concorde across the country now that doesn't start off with some kind of a hangar party, and they're all measured against us in Monterey during Car Week, and we're flattered by that.
2: So how did the concept uh, originate?
1: You know, it's a natural. Uh, Those of of us that are into equipment, uh, I think, appreciate uh, all equipment. And uh, proximity, at the time I had a restoration business uh, at the Monterey Airport, uh, which was adjacent to a hangar, and we just started throwing a little party, and that turned into something a little bigger. Uh, P 51 Mustang started showing up. I started calling my friends uh, in the military. F 18 Super Hornets started showing up. And really? next thing you know, we just had cars and planes and motorcycles and food and wine and champagne and craziness. It all kind of just happened. It's really, uh, really quite fun.
2: Well, you're certainly right on that because the McCall Motorsport Motorworks revival—I'll get it straight here one of these days. Uh, your event is talked about, you know, like nationwide. And we do a—I work with an event here called Festivals of Speed, and they do a Jetport Party. Um, Tom Dupont—I know you know Tom. You know he's with the Boca Concourse every once in a while they do a Jetport Party. Now I've never been to yours yet. You know that's on my list. But uh, when 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 you hear the kind of people talking. Nothing compares to yours. Yours definitely, without a question, sets the standards. And uh, my hat's off to you. Congratulations on that. You've done a very good job.
1: Well, thank you. And you've got to make your way out here for it. We'd love to host you.
2: I am going to be there in a couple of weeks, so maybe we can uh, we can talk about that a little bit. Now, tell us a little bit about uh, some of the special features because I get your I'm on your email list, so I get this stuff all the okay. time. So why don't you just kind of segue into and tell us a little bit? You know how what 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 someone could expect when they get there when they when they walk in the front door.
1: Well, and again, you know, uh, beginning our announcements, you can see that we've been uh, quite busy with, uh, with having various partnering companies. It's a wonderful mix of the companies that support our events uh, and, and just privately owned stuff. It's an it's a, 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 a absolute montage of, of both, and again, aviation and automotive. So on the aviation side, we've got exciting news from Gulfstream and HondaJet, and Pilatus and Cirrus, and I could go on and on and on. Uh, we like to temper those new corporate planes. With vintage planes, we've got a couple of DC-3s coming this year, a couple of P-51s, a wonderful 1929 Great Lakes, which is an incredibly rare biplane. Uh, Again, just to kind of balance off the the latest, greatest corporate offerings, it's really nice to have the passion-driven side of it. We do the exact same thing with cars. Uh, You know, we've got Koenigsegg there. We've got Pagani there. and this isn't just Koenigsegg, a dealer somewhere. This is Christian Koenigsegg, along with uh, Horatio Pagani. And, wow. Uh, we've got Alpha and uh, Toyota Motorsports is there. They're bringing uh, some amazing, amazing cars out of their toy box. Uh, uh, it's uh, The Peterson Museum is a big part of what we do. I'm actually involved with the Peterson, so we like to show uh, show off what they're all about. Uh, McLaren's with us again. Uh, it's It's just a wonderful mix. And what we throw on top of that is five-star dining. So there you are talking with Dan Gurney about the latest, you know, uh, you know we'll have a Gurney Eagle there, for instance. Uh, you talk with him about his creation, and there you are dining on five-star food with uh, incredible wines and non-alcoholic drinks, and it's just this incredible mix of energy. So what you can expect is about a 175-foot-long red carpet, where everyone is uh, treated in the VIP fashion, and uh, no disappointments.
2: That's Excellent. guaranteed. Excellent. Now, you have motorcycles there as well, right?
1: We do. You know, I'm a bike guy as well. I um, have been actually before I was a car guy, you know, at the age of 14, running around on a Honda CL90. So uh, I still have that bike and a bunch of others, but uh, really? I still have that thing. And uh, this year we're going to have a, a whole slew. Uh, I've kind of keyed it off of uh, I'm a big Norton Manx fan, and uh, I've got Buddy Periots old bike, uh, which is a, an old, 62 Max that he was the first American to score Grand Prix points on and we're gonna have a whole selection of Norton Maxes there uh, with some other motorcycles as well I love having bikes there you know everybody knows what to expect during car week you know you're gonna see amazing cars but what I love doing is mixing it up and, and mixing the motorcycles in with it it's a ton of fun
2: now if you go to your website you have got a couple of videos on it, a couple of intros one of them is you were wheeling out a I think it is a Norton a motorcycle you go for a little ride on around the neighborhood
1: uh, that's actually a little Ducati. Oh a Ducati, little 250 okay. single. Yeah, easily confused uh that particular one with the Norton but uh yeah, so you know that's a great canyon carver. Uh that bike sees a lot of time on Upper Carmel Valley Road. A little 250 can run with the 500s and the 750s no problem, particularly if you if you grew up on the roads and knew them. little <laughs> local knowledge helps. Mm-hmm. But uh I you know I I just I love bikes in general, uh, all bikes. Uh, I just think it's They remind me a little bit, the community reminds me a little bit of what the vintage car world was like about 25 or 30 years ago. Uh, There's a little bit, I don't want to say more passion, but it seems to be a little more genuine. You know, not everybody's talking about what stuff is worth when it comes to the motorcycles, whereas nowadays when you see a vintage car, particularly an over-the-top vintage car, 250 GTO is an example, everybody wants to know what it's worth, you know. I want to know what it's like to drive, and I think all of us enthusiasts come from that corner. Um, yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, and the bike world is like that. No one cares what the bikes are worth. It doesn't have anything to do with it. You know, is it fun to ride? <laughs> That's what it comes well, down to.
2: So. It's it's interesting that you mentioned that because back in the seventies when I got my driver's license, actually my restricted when you when you're fifteen, I had a choice of buying you know a Japanese bike or, you know, I was more European oriented. So I bought a little Harlow Davidson shortster, which was basically an emoji. I still have my bike too that I bought no new. Kidding. It's got twelve hundred and fifty no miles kidding. on it. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. So, anyway, we have a lot in common. Now, tell us a little bit about Now, who's Gordon McCall? Tell us about Gordon McCall.
1: So, I'm just a, uh, you know, I'm a a local uh, Carmelite. I've been Carmel my entire life. Uh, Went through the schools here. uh, Went off to Europe to uh, learn how to work on cars after I declined a baseball scholarship to Pepperdine. Um, Baseball was kind of my wheelhouse, but I really had a passion for cars. And uh, went over to Europe to learn to, uh, learn how to work on them at a high level. Came back, opened up a business. And uh, kind of the rest is history. You know, I was involved with the Pebble Beach Show for 28 straight years before I started the quail, 14 years ago. Um, and like I said, this is the 25th year my wife Molly and I have hosted our motor work survival at the Monterey Jet Center. And so, you know, I'm a dyed-in-the-wool car and bike guy, uh, hands-on. You know, I, I, I restore stuff. I uh, you know used to do it for a living. Um, used to run the car department for Christie's, the auction house, uh, switched over to Bonham's. Started a division at Barrett Jackson. You know, I'm just one of those guys that does a lot of different things, but the unique element in my mind is that everything I do is related. It's all, it all ties back to, uh, you know, to my passion with, uh, with cars and bikes.
2: That's and, great. That's great. Now, you mentioned the quail. Tell us a little bit about the quail. I have not been there. When I went there years ago, um, before it was the quail, we, it used to be the Concorso, if I remember correctly, back in 10, 15 years ago, or 20 years correct. ago. I don't remember when it was. But go ahead. Tell us how the quail came about.
1: So the Quail is, um, you know, it's a it, it's more it's a wonderful car show. You know, we have 245 amazing cars there on display. Uh, it's a bit of an antithesis, and actually a very very much of a compliment to the Pebble Beach Concours in that we don't have a litany of judges that you know that come up and and tell you what's wrong with your car. We it's it's not that kind of an event. It's a it, it's a self judged. You know, we put uh, you know the car owners are actually judging amongst themselves as to which cars they think are fun. It's uh, five star dining which you know here we are 14 years later uh, no one else is doing an all inclusive ticket that uh, it is literally five star dining you can eat your way and drink your way through the day uh road and track quoted me years ago robert is saying it's uh something to the effect of you know i went to a i went to a, a car show and a, a five star restaurant broke out you know it was one of those one of those deals um, it's an amazing day uh, the, the setting at quail lodge is just stunning and uh it's a limited capacity event like what i do at the airport you know, we're not about selling more tickets. We're about entertaining a specific group and, and over-delivering, and that's what we do. And This is our 14th year.
2: Well, that is another event that is talked about. Uh, I know it's talked about worldwide, but I know with people here in Florida, we hear about it all the time, and it's an amazing venue, and I'm looking forward to it this year. And, Fantastic. Um, that's that's really, really cool. Now, Gordon, you're, you, you're kind of passionate about cars, and one of the other videos, you're driving a speedster. So are you a Porsche guy, kind of?
1: I am. I uh, I've had Porsches my my whole life. Um, okay. I, uh, I I love the brand. I lo- you know I'm six foot five, so it's one of those few cars that, uh, being a sports car enthusiast, I, I fit really well. I do not even think I've ever had the seat all the way back in any of the 911s I've owned. Um, there's just Germans tend to build uh, cars that are meant for larger guys. So uh, I'm not large wide. I'm just large tall. So uh, I I'm just a huge 911 fan. Um, always have loved them and uh, just the Porsche brand, the history of the company. Uh, I used to love to work on them. I still work on my own stuff, but uh, I, the mechanical engineering side of it is impressive. I just love what they do. So, yeah, big fan. I join you in that,
2: Robert. Okay, well, like you, I am a Porsche enthusiast as well, and I beat around in my little 356s every once in a while and own numerous 911s and 28s and stuff like that over the years, too. That's great. Yep. Let me ask you this now. Um, some of the cars, I, I don't, I, I have to co- I have to agree with you. One of the things that kind of... I don't want to say disturbs, but it but kind of bothers me that that people that a lot of emphasis is put on the values of the cars, and just like you said earlier, you referenced, it kind of takes the fun away from the enthusiast a little bit, because now we're kind of scared, well, what do we do? Do we keep them? Do we sell them? Do we, you know, so what's, share your thoughts on that.
1: I feel the same way, and, you know, it's a little uh, difficult for me being in the auction arena, because, right. you know, everything's about right. what stuff is worth. But I've always believed, you know, buy what you can afford, typically try to find the best Example that you can afford. If it happens to go up in value during your ownership, it's a windfall. That's a bonus mm-hmm. because there is a value attached to the use of the car, and they're meant to be driven. When they break, you fix them. You know, you can drive a hundred point car around if you get a few chips here and there. You just you fix them. Um, I I really think that uh, you know, it, let your heart do the deciding on what it is that you do. You know, I'm really glad that the years of uh, the late '80s when consortiums of dentists were getting together and pooling their 401ks and investing in 308 Ferraris, you know, I'm really glad those days have kind of passed us by, and uh, I think more and more people are buying cars that, that actually do something to them emotionally, you know, um, you can't drive art, and uh, I think the, the stock market, unless you're a, a guru, is frightening as all daylights. But mm-hmm. you know, putting some money in a car that you can go out and enjoy, and who knows, maybe it goes up in value, but if it goes down a little, at least you have the enjoyment of it, so I'm a big fan of using them.
2: Excellent. I agree with that. Now, let let me ask you this question. So, since you're a native of Carmel area there, when this Monterey Car Week is over, okay, what happens the rest of the year? Is there a huge car culture there?
1: Oh, big time. You know, and and Car Week, over the years, it's been going on for well over 60 now. You know, obviously, with the road races out in Pebble Beach, uh, more and more uh, serious collectors are deciding to, may not be a primary residence, but they're deciding to shift their car collections, send them out to their home they bought in Carmel or Pacific Grove or Pebble Beach or where have you, Uh, because you can use the cars, you know, about 10 months out of the year. Uh, You know, this is a great area for driving. We've got Laguna Seca Raceway in our backyard. Uh, There's wonderful roads. The climate is incredible. So there is a huge contingency of car enthusiasts that, for the most part, mind their own business and just, you know, enjoy the cars. Uh, But it's not unusual to see some pretty outrageous stuff out there on the street. Uh, around here, you don't have to worry. The question never comes up, you know, is that a replica? Uh, It's like, no, (laughs) actually, it's a 427 (laughs) Cobra. It's the real deal. And it's getting used. So it's a very laid-back area as well and, you know, very, very bike and and car-friendly, you know.
2: That's super. Now, let me ask you this. Um, When you have the other events that go on during the year and stuff like that, do they have, like, uh, are there other little small car show, like, weekend events that take place?
1: Oh, absolutely. Okay. You know, this goes on throughout the year. Um, you no, know, not everything is. Car Week is, um, on one hand, I mean, it's my favorite time of the year, needless to say. Just absolutely love it, and, you know, I'm, I'm part of the problem. I've created a few of the events that take place during Car Week. Everybody says it's just gotten too crazy, and there's too many things to do. And I always like to uh, reflect back on a conversation I heard once, somebody that was uh, talking about Disneyland saying, you'll never hear anybody complain that there were too many rides at Disneyland. I feel the same way about Car Week. You know, you pick and choose what it is that you want to do, um, and, and just do it. You know, you can't mm-hmm. do everything, but uh, there are other times of the year when smaller events pop up, uh, a little more intimate, um, and again, the climate is just so amazing around here that it's, uh, it's very, very car-friendly for that reason.
2: Super. Now, do you do vintage racing, participate? I do. Okay. I do. I
1: vintage race motorcycles as well.
2: Do you really? Oh, okay. Yeah. So what kind yeah. of uh, cars do you race?
1: Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I grew up, so I'm a product of the 70s. Uh we got my driver's license in 74. A uh, big influence in my life, a gentleman named Peter Brock, who designed the Daytona Coupe and the split-window Corvette. Uh, at that time, Peter was dominating the 2.5 Trans Am Challenge with the Datsun 510.
2: Right, and, and John Morton.
1: Uh, and John Morton, and yep. they were just killing BMW and Alpha and Horsequake and all those guys, and I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. So, of course... My first car was a Datsun 510. So okay. The car had a big influence on my life. Very simple, very affordable. You could really modify the daylights out of them to get them to go really quick. And uh, I've just gravitated to that. So I ended up running a, a Trans Am B-Sedan Datsun 510, which at Laguna Seca, you know, they they throw you in the category with the Shelby GT350s. And the fact is we can run the same lap times. It's really a lot of fun. It's just really? a totally different style of driving. Yeah, it's a it's a momentum car, but uh, a load of fun. I, I really like small displacement cars that handle well. So the okay, yeah, brakes and handling I'll take any day.
2: You don't see a lot of small-bore cars running out there on the racetrack anymore. Mostly it's big V8 stuff.
1: That's changing. You know, there's a real trend. You know, Is there? Techno, look, look no further than Adam Carolla. You I was know, just going to say. Andy. Yeah, Adam's bought up every important Paul Newman, uh, you know, sharp racing. He, he bought them all, basically, Uh uh, and, you know, I think people are now starting to recognize, because for the longest time, uh, Steve Earle in particular, with the moder- the old Monterey historic, mm-hmm. he was not a big fan of the Japanese cars. You know, he never thought they were, and it's no disrespect to Steve, but he never thought they were worth, you know, the same kind of accolades as an Alpha or a BMW, you know, because it was a Japanese economy car. But mm-hmm. the fact is, they kicked butt. <laughs> you know, they put the series out of business, you know. They did. Uh they're amazing cars, and they're starting to come into their own. I just noticed the other day on the Internet, you know, a, a bone stock two-door 510, a 72. Sold for twenty nine grand. It's like, there you go.
2: Was that the you one know? i Bring a Trailer?
1: Yep, the yeah, white one. The
2: yeah, white one. I saw that two-door coupe. Nice car. <laughs>
1: Nice car, you know, blue interior, four-speed, uh, you know, $29,000. That's a new benchmark. So the cars are starting to get recognized, and the race cars, in my book, they've always been as important as any of the cars that they beat, <laughs> you know.
2: Right. That's Hard true. to argue
1: that. Yep.
2: What kind of bikes do you race?
1: I race uh, Norton Commandos. Okay. Um, yep, yeah, I've got a, a BSA, uh, a Rickman BSA A650 also that uh, detuned to 500cc for that category, Uh Love uh, love racing bikes as well. A lot that, of fun.
2: That's super. Now we're just about up against the clock. I wanted to reflect on something else you mentioned earlier. You went to Europe and you trained over there. Which for which car manufacturer? Where did you get your training?
1: BMW, Mercedes, and Porsche. Really? Uh, I was yeah. I was sponsored, which you had to be by a local U.S. dealer. Uh, which fortunately we had one of each on the Monterey Peninsula. You had to be endorsed by them to go off to uh, essentially their their trade school and uh, came back and opened up a, a small independent business and. Uh, I sold that many, many years ago, but that's really what got me going in the, in the car business, uh,
2: so to speak. Really? Let me guess. Stahl Mercedes was one of them. Probably yep. Wester was Volkswagen, but did they have Porsche, too?
1: They had Porsche Audi as well.
2: Okay, so they were probably yep. your other one. And then who was the BMW dealership there? Red Snook. Back- oh, really?
1: Red Snook Sh- BMW, yep.
2: Wow. You know, yeah. people are paying a premium if they can find an original stall license plate frame or Wester, know. you know? I know. So, it's uh, crazy, isn't it? Yeah. And every yeah. year, one of the things I do is I trek right to Dodie's, you know, because he's always got a whole stash of stuff laying around. And he brings it out during Monterey Car Week. So between me and Wayne Carini, we kind of like, you know, beat each other over the head <laughs> trying to get, you know, this, this little memorabilia stuff. And every year, I collect Pebble Beach, Carmel, you know, if oh, I can yeah. find a Wester or whatever, you know, so. Yeah. That's fun huge. stuff. Yeah. Well, Gordon, I want right. to thank you very much for coming on the show. Um, do you have a website? Give your give out your website information. I do.
1: It's real simple. It's uh, McCallEvents
2: Okay. Oh yeah, one more thing. Yeah. What's the McCall Waxes? Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, so that's a business I got into a few years ago. Uh, I was doing some consulting for Zymol and McGuire's as well. Car Care has been near and dear to me for for quite a while. Uh, I ended up. Uh, I had a bunch of partners on that deal. I ended up. Uh, taking the business back from the partners and uh, going to relaunch it at some point. Right now it's uh, it's on hold, but uh, a lot of fun creating our own line of polishes and waxes. Very satisfying.
2: Super, super. Well, Gordon, I want to thank you very much for taking some time to hang out with us here to tell us about the McCall Motorworks Revival and, of course, the Quail. Look forward to meeting you again. We met many, many, many years ago at Barrett-Jackson with uh, Mike Silverman from Vintage Motorsport. And, I remember. Uh, I look forward to meeting you again. In the meantime, I want all my listeners to check out the McCall events, okay, and all the stuff. And if you ever get a chance, you, well, I shouldn't say if you ever get a chance, you need to put the Monterey Car Week on your bucket list, right, Gordon? That's right. Absolutely. Come out and join us. Okay. All right. Hey. All right. I want to thank all my listeners thank- again. Thank you, Gordon. Take care, and I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Uh, thank you, Robert. Let's see. What do we got going on there? Oh, well, I guess we're just about out of time, right, Bobby? Yeah, sir. We're just about out of time. Okay. Well, I want to thank all my listeners for tuning in to Nostalgia Grading Cars. I want to thank my special guest this evening, Gordon McCall from the McCall Motorworks Revival, McCall Events. And David Hart from the Mazda Raceway Laguna Seca. But I'm just going to say Laguna Seca, okay, because that's old school. And so, don't forget to check out our radio show every Tuesday night between 7 and 8 p.m. on the Town Talk Radio Network. Don't forget, the Gospel Explosion is coming up right behind us, right? That's and true. Don't forget, to check out our website, golfsymotorsports.com. The Stoucher Cars, the podcast. In the meantime, everybody stay safe, drive carefully, love your family, and we'll see you at some of the car shows.
0: mean to be telling tales out of school, but there's a fella in there will pay you $10 if you sing into his can.
1: Downtown Dave.
0: I'm not here to make a record, you jump cracker. It broadcast me out on the radio.
1: WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa Bay. WDCF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills, Tampa Bay. Listen.